Oh, thank you. Okay, are we live? Are you alive out there, Internet? We hope you're with us. Let's get excited. It is Monday. Excited, excited. It is Monday, October 26, 2020. It is the penultimate episode of Big Brother 22 as we kicked off our final three in this uh, season of All-Stars with Cody, Nicole, and Enzo. What a spectacle it was. We're coming to you here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, simulcasting on Facebook and YouTube. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater and co-host Jamil Robinson to break this and the entire season down because what a journey it's been. Here we are, guys, 35 episodes later in this show. Uh, we didn't know what this would be like to podcast the whole season, but we were nearly at the finish. I want to start with Jamil. Jamil. Do you have your tums? Are you do you, do you have your end assets ready? I I, I wasn't you here. You know what he man. needs. You know what he needs, Dave, is some five hour energy. <laughs> That's what. He needs. Oh my gosh. Do you need Do you need some five hour energy? I definitely need it for this episode. My gosh, was it boring? Oh my gosh. Previously, I kind of fell asleep during a, a previous episode. This this takes the cake. My gosh. Like, hey, I've never watched this season before, so this is what that episode was. It was a gigantic recap, right? Right. It, it was a it was also a reach over for each of the um for each of the contestants. It was an a, a complete reach over. Do you feel like they were selling us something tonight? Oh sorry, I feel like my camera is way off, so um yeah, like it, okay. Uh, I I do want to just before we dive into that, let's say hi to Jeff because we haven't uh, formally said hi to Jeff yet tonight. Jeff, uh, how are you feeling about this episode? And uh, you know, I wasn't here Thursday night that you two guys uh, covered this, so I was doing Discovery. Um, now that we're the nearly more, at the end, how are you feeling? The more I watched the episode, the more I felt like I just hope Cody wins, and that's the end. You know, like that, that, that's how I felt. I'm like, okay, Nicole's a two uh, already won. Enzo, I kind of hope gets taken by Cody to the end so he doesn't have to finish third again, but he finishes second. I kind of hope Nicole finishes third. That's my hope. That's what I'm going for. Um, I don't know about you guys, but is that can you think of a better scenario? No one wins. <laughs> series just well, ends. yeah, like I think that there's uh, different scenarios that I think could be interesting in terms of how this could play out. Like if somebody backstabs somebody else, and a la Cody and Nicole. Um, but yeah, like it's been up. It's been a, a play by like the game by numbers by odds, and and it's been a very safe game and not the most interesting to watch. But as Julie sold it to us tonight, this was they played a perfect game, the three of them, all three of them in their own way, a perfect game. You know, how can we argue with that, Jamil? Um, I thought you were going to play the congratulations, Cody clip. Uh, that's what well, I was kind of waiting for. I got to hear it again. It gets, yeah, I it know. Gets, <laughs> it gets played every episode. Uh, congratulations, Cody. Cody. Oh, Cody. Oh, my Cody. gosh. Um, 
by any chance, can Tyler's cow um, somehow make it into the final three to kind of liven things up? Because uh, I'm, I'm pulling for, for that inflatable cow to win. Inflatable Mulana. Cow. Mulana. I kind of hope Mulana comes in third, not Enzo. <laughs> so Nicole gets fourth. <laughs> Nicole gets fourth. Cody wins first and second. He gets both prizes. Yeah, might as well. That's the ideal scenario. I did. Why did I think of that? That's it, yo. That's it. That's it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Jeff, did did Cody play a perfect game? Um, he played a game that was preset for him to do well in. That's, you know, there's the, no the table was that. rigged. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying it was completely rigged that he would definitely win the game. But he was definitely in a situation. It wasn't because he won the first HOH. He had relationships going into that house that he knew he was going to be able to trust. Right? And he did that. And then he was just made friends with everybody else. You know, made them feel like he was in their alliance. It wasn't really. You know, but it was always on the right side of the vote. Right? Which is a good way to play. Uh, win, win comps and make decisions and but always kind of have like the, the right people near you. And he did that. And uh, he's definitely the most deserving of, of this game, but the game was kind of rigged for him, but that doesn't mean I think Nicole or Enzo should win because I think Nicole didn't really start playing until like final five, you know, and Enzo. <laughs> when he, he did what? Yeah. When Enzo did have, decisions to make and power enzo didn't follow through and make a big flashy move he, like he was trying to like prop up tonight like caser oh that was like i got that big legend now that was a big deal and it was just like dude like you should have probably worked with a person like caser and built an alliance you know that wasn't so tied to cody and then had like you you know your backdoor plan you know that would have been smart but instead they just picked everybody off right and right. made it boring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's um, <laughs> talk about because this Jamil, I don't remember the last time in Big Brother we had a pre-jury segment <laughs> in something like this. This is like part one of the finale, basically tonight, um, and we got all five of them back. We had Kesar, we had Nicole Anthony, we had Keisha, we had uh, Bailey. Um, no. And Janelle, um, what did you do? You think that this was helping the show? This uh, and we, did you welcome? No, it, it didn't help. Fun? Well, it made people like, hey, remember Janelle, who you want um, to win for America's favorite player? Well, here she is. If you forgot, um, Dave, I got a question for you when I watched this segment. Was it just me or Nicole Anthony was trying to like work for CBS? Because she was like laying it on thick with, you know, I'm being even handed and, you know, Cody played a really good game. Well, what about Nicole? Like she was trying to like lead it and I'm like, uh, put the podcast hat down for a second, right? You're supposed to be like a, a person, not like um, a mouthpiece for CBS. And it just seems so evident, so blatant. It was It was embarrassing, actually. It was straight up embarrassing. Yeah, I got to uh, agree with you, Jamil. Like, I wrote right in my notes that Nicole Anthony is a sellout. 
Uh, and then I also wrote later on, so annoying because she was she was literally a spokesperson for Nicole Franzel. I thought, like, is she on the take? Is she in on this? Or she something? got an invite for the wedding, which I don't think is really true. But what I'm I think was as I, Nicole Anthony is definitely coming that she has a perspective that Nicole Franzel is the player that she looks up to, or is the one that she thinks is admirable in the traits that she. Uh, and the traits you have as a big brother player that she values more importantly, you know, among other things. Right. And so I thought that also I wrote down Nicole Anthony has a sparkly shirt. Uh, that was quite sparkly <laughs> and maybe too sparkly for this kind of a segment. Uh, I'm not saying that it was more revealing than let's say Bailey uh, with who <laughs> Bailey was had, trying to get that. Bailey had it right in there. There's a like... camera. Uh, there was, that was, there was some angles there. Uh, <laughs> do you, do you Bailey? But uh, it was, um, it was, it was quite some interesting uh, approaches to the at home segments from these final was five. Keisha at home or was she visiting five, a museum? Keisha, I'm not sure where Keisha was. Um, I thought Keisha was at an antique store, perhaps, or somewhere. Is she a Disney the Experience Black Panther? Right? <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, what? Where is she? She, in fact, lives in Orlando. She she has a, a cot right by right by the Universal um, Studios. So yeah, Keisha Keisha was just like, I like Cody. Ooh. <laughs> And uh, Keisha just like agree, uh, whatever. Yeah. She was so she just would have been another sheep. Oh yeah, had she yeah, played. I, I'm glad that some of these people were out. In the, in the, you're you're kind of like, well, maybe they were right to cut some of these people. Uh, they did. Maybe yeah. not Kaser, but um, Kaser was in a different Kaser? season. Kaser was in a different season than a lot of these people. Kaser yeah. shouldn't have played with these players. Kaser should have played with older players that. It would have been better to watch, you know. It, there should have been a whole season of Memphises and Casers and Janelles and old players come back, and then you throw you, you throw in a few rookies, you know, like a few new all stars type thing. Then, or, you, uh, or you do you know, old versus new, but like yeah. you really balance it out. Yeah, and you actually call that out maybe in the um, yeah, in, in the, like the sides or whatever you want. Yeah, sure. like that would be cool if they did something like that because. Uh, yeah, like the old, it happened in Survivor too. Like, all the old school people got picked off right away, you know. And it would have been just better had they just made it old school versus new school, it would have just been made it a lot more clear. You know the and... thing is, though, too, if you call it that, or if you say that this is what it is, like if it's old school versus new school, if you call it Gen X versus millennial, whatever, people will always say, I'm not doing that, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to stick to what the like the theme is or whatever or how you're choosing to divide well, it. i'm not old why are you calling me old right right old versus young women versus men whatever right Every, there's always gonna be people who are gonna say or gonna be counter that or you know even in case of cook islands perhaps uh whatever it was your <laughs> original tribe so it was um you know i just think that uh but if you don't do that then people do tend to seemingly uh stick to what they know who they know who sort of reminds them of themselves in various ways so in, in in you know whether that be economic or or just social or whatever so um yeah well, don't you wish in some respects that this cast was like the cast for like an amazing race like obviously keisha and nicole a would be 
a team that gets eliminated in the premiere episode so you can get rid of them as quickly as possible. He said Nicole A would be the worst <laughs> Amazing Race team ever, I would imagine. That's why, that's why they get eliminated in the first episode. They can't yeah. find the um, the mat on the beach and they're gone, right? You get Kazar and Janelle. You get um, uh, whoever Cody ends up teaming with. It'd probably uh, be like Ian, Nicole, Cody, Enzo. Yeah, I would I would buy that. Um, Memphis and like a Flaming Cross. Um, Bailey. <laughs> Memphis and Christmas. Yeah, definitely. Memphis Wait, and Christmas, yes. If you could do Amazing Race, you definitely could do Bailey and Swaggy C together. But Swaggy C wasn't part of this Big Brother yeah, all It's Bailey guy. and Davon, baby. Yeah, and we're going to watch that on. Uh oh, there's somebody in the. Uh... Yeah. Is that, is that a see view you. or is that, is that the actual background? I see you. Siobhan, I'm recording. This is on the years you spy. We don't have a release from your mother, so it's you know we can't we can't have you there. Uh, or it doesn't matter to me actually. But like it's uh, where were we? Oh yeah, let's because they were they were selling us tonight on these final mm-hmm. three, mm-hmm. right? One by one. So they talked about. Enzo and he formed the root and mm-hmm. the slick six. And... I thought it was the roof. It's the no, root. It's the root. The root. Oh. I was hearing roof a lot too. I heard roof. And on so the roof I, or the roof. I, and then he said rough a, a couple times too. He did. So I don't know what's going on there. We're, Maybe... we're in a rut. All right. So it's the root. All right. So yeah, he formed the root, Dave, with. And uh, Cody, and then Cody's just like explaining in his whole montage. Yeah, I got like three final twos on like day two. He said he wanted to be the triple threat. Cody wanted to be uh, physical, mental, spiritual. Is that were those the three? Uh, I don't know what <laughs> what, what, what he wasn't mental. gonna sleep a minute of the game, Dave. He's always on. He's always on. He was focused. He is here for his revenge, for his redemption. Um, and that basically because Cody's from New Jersey and so is Men- Enzo, they became the root. Is that yeah. about accurate, uh, Jamil, or is there more? Uh, yeah, it? it seems so. Um, they picked the root because Jersey Boys obviously is um, copyrighted um, and neither of them can sing. Right. They can't be in that musical. Um, Enzo's tried and it didn't work out for him. It was his first year. <laughs> Or can't they just be like the Jersey guys? That's probably copyrighted somewhere too. But what about Jersey Blank is probably copyrighted like everything. Yeah. But Jamil, what what about tonight where uh, Cody was talking about the when the first time he played, he came second because he didn't take Victoria to the final two. He took Derek and obviously lost. He he took his rider die. He took his ride or die. He was he took loyalty over game st- strategy, and it cost him. And and that this is what he is. It, he said it cost him half a million dollars. So technically, it cost him four hundred and fifty thousand dollars because he came second and he got fifty thousand. But and <laughs> but I digress. I digress. I think Derek gave him some money too. So, <laughs> so it wasn't even not, not a half million. But he just it like kinda, slid it kind of worked out for him. I don't know. I think what's more into six figures, I think specifics are somewhat relevant. But hey, and then, um, and so he doesn't want to do that again. Then, okay, so let's just talk, let's just park on that for a second. So, so. I think I know what you're going with that, that, that statement. And the question is, 
is he going to do it again? But didn't he say both are his ride or die? So what exactly is he saying? And narrative speaking, from what we've seen, especially presented on the show, doesn't that kind of paint point towards taking Nicole to the end as opposed to taking Enzo, who was his quote-unquote ride or die, that we were presented narratively throughout the entire season? Is, is that what you were kind of leading with? The- yeah, exactly. Like, What is it exactly that Cody, is he saying that he's just set up well socially, that either one of these people will take him to the final two should he not win a competition? I, I feel like he is in that position right now, yes. Um, I think that he can win and should win between either um, bodies of... Um- I don't know, Jamil. I think Nicole was saying tonight, she's like, I don't know who I want to take to the final two. That was a hint. Look, she should take Enzo, but she's probably going to take She knows it. She's she's always going to hit. It's the show. Like They feed them these lines. Like, what if you went, like, would you consider this? And, of course, they're going to give you the pros and cons of either scenario. Right. Even if they're they're 90% going to do one thing. But uh, the show also showed us... Nicole telling Cody that she was definitely taking him to the final two. Right. So right. she's, you know, changing her. So mind. she breaks that, that, but that's just if she, if she does consider, will she do something like that to win the respect of the jury? I don't think Nicole Franzel is incapable of doing that. So no. we'll see. Like that would be the more interesting thing to see if she does such if, a thing. Yeah. If Nicole and sends Cody wins, to third place. If Nicole wins the final three HOH and takes Enzo to the final. I think Nicole has she, to win. She, she wins. Has to. She, she wins. has to. Yeah. Even though it'd be terrible to think of her as a two-time winner, she would have to win. She would have right. to win, and she yeah, she will win. Um, would would Cody for Nicole to win the game? Sorry, what? Would Cody vote for Nicole to win the game? Yes. He would. Yes, I think he. Well, is he? Um, would he have enough time if he if she sends him to third place and he only has like twenty thirty minutes to cool down before he votes? Could he be pissed off enough to spite vote her and vote for Enzo? I don't. Probably not. I don't see Cody doing that. Um, he's Dave. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. Cody deep down does not respect Enzo's game. He doesn't. You kind of hear the hints about it throughout, like, various episodes. Like, if it was Cody who did the reverse to Enzo and got um, the, the was it Night Move Challenge? And Cody went into business for himself and got himself that HOH, Enzo wouldn't begrudge him, right? But because Enzo did it to him and couldn't straight up beat him, I think he doesn't respect Enzo. I, I, I honestly feel that way. That he carried Enzo, Enzo did his bidding, Enzo seems like a support, uh, a subordinate, and Nicole feels like an equal. Nicole beat him, not Enzo. Yeah, yeah, I think that's all. Has some points, but uh, what what about also to to Cody's game, Jamil? Because the pre-jury segment, they said that Cody's got his hand in too many candy jars, and uh, that the that the jury may not respect that. There's a couple people that won't respect that, right? But outside of Christmas, no one really got burned by Cody. 
Like even Danny, who legitimately felt betrayed, still was talking um, was talking up Cody. So Memphis is gonna like be fine with it, right? Christmas was gonna be like if it's if it's Nicole versus uh, Christmas, right? Uh, sorry, Nicole versus Cody. Christmas is gonna vote with Cody. I don't think she's gonna vote for Nicole, right? So. Like, the rest of the people seemed very level-headed against Cody played a better game. Cody wasn't, like, getting blood in his hands throughout those weeks that people were, like, iced out of um, conversations. Danny and Nicole and, and Memphis uh, at Christmas were doing all that negative uh, conversations and, and slide remarks, right? Cody played it cool, right? Cody didn't go into a business in terms of that. So I, I honestly think that Cody is, he might win unanimously. Despite how many hands and how many. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Involved. Because they just feel like they got played by a better player as opposed to like this dude burn me. True. Yeah. I think that's very likely. Um, okay. Let's, I want to talk about what, more about Nicole's segment tonight because they were talking about like what her game was and that she laid low, that her strategy was having an alliance with Ian. And she also had her alliance with Danny. That was also big for her. Right. And then they joined the committee, Jeff. Remember that? Remember when, when, when Nicole and Danny were smart enough to join the committee? Yes. They were so smart. Wait, wasn't it that Memphis wanted Bailey and then, Cody said not Bailey, Nicole, because he he was close with Nicole as opposed to Bailey. That's that's right. what I remember. That, that may be true. I think there there may be some some some. Uh, I'd have to look at my notes, but just um, you know. But what about uh, Jeff? To the to the point that uh, that Nicole let her alliance members take her shots for her, like mm -hmm. Janelle. Like she let she let uh, who who got Janelle? It was it Enzo? Um, no, Enzo was Kesar. So it was the the previous week prior to that. So was it? I I can look it up in two seconds here. Just oh, once. Okay, guys. Here's my opinion. The this was probably the least impressive final three, just as far as the pitch goes of their games in this game of like a a long time. It's been a while since it's been this bad. As far as like, yeah, like Enzo's like, yeah, that's it, yo. I just like made people feel like I was with them and, you know, kind of just like was their buddy. And then like Nicole's all like, oh, you know, I just, you know, let people take shots for me and, you know, didn't really do much. and just, you know, kind of like got in a cat fight with Janelle and then we you know, got her out because I couldn't have that. And then, and, and, you know, and then it goes to Cody and Cody's like, yeah, I just beasted it out. You know, like I just beasted it out the whole, the whole year. Triple you threat. Know, I triple threat. I just, you know, I had a whole bunch of final twos and I just said, you know what? I got to get to the end. I got to get to the end. You know, I, I took my ride or die Derek, you know, when I easily could have taken Victoria and easily could have won. <laughs> what was Victoria's final three? Uh, I don't know. She was final three video. I, I, that's all I was thinking of. Um, 
I wish they had shown like what she said before she got evicted. So people Mary? on Facebook was talking about Janelle. Sorry, this is what Mary's saying. That um, talking about Janelle was jealous of Nicole because of the way she talked tonight. What do you think? Um, I think that they're dumb. Um, you can quote me on that. Um, also, the publicity to the amazing Super Mater Brothers podcast is always appreciated. Um, Jamil, um, who is the correspondent on Super Mater's Brothers, said that they're dumb. Uh, you can exactly quote me on that. Uh, <laughs> Janelle uh, put in a dig on Nicole because she doesn't like Nicole, not because she's jealous of her. Um, <laughs> also, uh, that's just Janelle, right? They must be new. They must be new to this because um, that's just how Janelle rolls. Just I, like I, how Nicole is self-deprecating all the time and very um self-aware of how fragile she is and her mentality uh yeah that's just you know sorry dave go ahead i i just wanted to, to to add to that jameel that uh i thought that janelle did not come across great in the edit tonight in terms of of um what they chose to show because i imagine that they had a fairly long conversation these these first five boots who were knocked out um, and that they, they kind of selectively chose what clips of Janelle she was saying, like when, when Nicole Anthony stuck up for Nicole Frenzel, uh, you know, and then, and then basically they just cut to Janelle. I'm sure there was more to her response, but they just, they left all oh, the only thing they left in was I agree or <laughs> you're right or something like that. And I was just like, that's hilarious. Like, you know, this is what we can't, this isn't if I were one of them, I wouldn't be happy, especially if I was Janelle, how I was portrayed there. She's it like, also, release the entire tape, release it, release the whole, yeah, release the tape, or like at least if they say you can go on CBS.com, yeah. I guess, to see the whole thing. Watch but at that point, video. whatever, let's see you know. the Janelle cut, <laughs> see the Janelle cut, yeah. you know, like the, the unedited cut where um, she just drags Nicole for like 20 minutes and they're like, we can't use any of this. Right. Well, if you're not a Nicole Franzel fan and you're inclined to be a Janelle fan, you might think that this was a smear job a bit. That CBS, who clearly prefer and favor Franzel, I think that they just like the feud, honestly. Uh, that, that it's got, that that's been this, one of the stories of the seasons was the Janelle Franzel feud. Oh, that rhymes. And that that the legacy of that is carried through. And that's partly why I think we got this segment tonight. Mm -hmm. Verse five knocked out if it wasn't for that i don't think this would have happened yeah i agree um now as nicole was giving us her resume she was going on about how it was the hardest thing she had to do was vote out ian because she didn't like that and that she was crying um jameel was this um was this true no no this is fraudulent and I honestly, I wish that they would drag her for this. I, I, I wish, but unfortunately, it looks like she's going to get scot-free away from this entire thing. Um, even, like, Ian's not even a person that, in in after this all is said and done, he's not going to, like, say a peep about it. So she's going to get a, a get away from this scot-free. Um, there's no way they're gonna give anyone a live mic to talk about that whole sequence and how fake she was. Danny's not gonna do it. Um, so therefore, well, like uh, she bragged about it tonight, Jamil. 
she bragged about that moment in the show tonight on the show as why she should win. She's like she she cut her her you know best friend or whatever one of her final two people, and she did that so she could stay in the house and then get subsequently put on the block by Memphis twice I think or something. Uh, once I think once and then Tyler put her up or something. Yeah, it was um, Memphis and Tyler. Yeah, so she got put up twice. Uh, you know, and in both cases she wasn't the main target. No, and she was like bragging about that. Like she was like, "Oh, I made myself look way less started threatening than Danny." So like all these like things you're saying, like, are they like winner worthy, or is it just kind of like, like did like I don't know. Like, well, you uh, saw she had the fantasy. This was the other night. I wasn't here for the podcast, but just I'm sure you guys talked about it. The like and. Congratulations, Nicole. Not the congratulations, Cody, but that's she's fantasizing right. about it. She the that, winner of Big Brother All Stars, Nicole. Nicole. Look, first off, if Ian wasn't there, do you think Nicole would have a target on her back? Yes. With how this season played out, would she have a target on her back if Ian wasn't there? She would have. I think she had. She has. She has by the fact that she's a winner has an automatic target on her back. Whether these players but want to acknowledge the it. way this season rolled out, she was never in any danger. Like no. with no. the people that that won, right? That whole no. Ian relationship was not even a factor. No, it wasn't. No. It was right? expendable. Right? It was like a bonus for her to bring that along as far as she could. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she didn't care really when they got cut. She didn't end up needing it anyway. She didn't want Danny to be the one to do it. It didn't make sense. Yeah. Um. So like, boo. <laughs> like, yeah. are we talking ourselves into Nicole winning because of how weak Enzo is? Because if it was Memphis, Enzo, and Cody, right? I think we would be talking up Co- uh, Memphis as well. Correct. Where he says, but Cody was covering her if you look at all the HOHs that happened. You're yeah, Cody's been protecting Nicole, but I, I think we need to talk, circle back to Men- or Enzo, I'm sorry. Enzo just a bit here because do we talked about how Cody ultimately doesn't respect Enzo's game. Do we? No, I don't. Right, well, and I picked him. Cody- <laughs> Cody also said tonight that he's like, you know, I'm going to take the person that I feel like I can beat at the end first, right? Like, that's what he said, right? Kind of like Nicole said, I don't know who I'm going to take to the final two. So who's telling the truth? Who's lying? I don't know. Do you think, like, Cody's going to take Enzo or Cody's going to take Nicole? What do you think? I think Cody has to seriously consider taking Enzo just for sort of hedging his bets. I think Cody's, I, I talked about this last Wednesday, where I think that Cody's way more likely to cut Nicole than vice versa. But I think that Nicole could potentially take Cody to the end. And if she thinks she can get the votes, she'll maybe do it. But um, it's hard to say what she would do. I think she's more likely to play to loyalty. Yeah. Jamil? Yeah. Um, I think, though, 
trying to put my hind in my mind in in such a fragile person that she would probably end up taking Enzo and cutting Cody um, because she wants that validation of people being proud of her and her taking Cody. Um, I think just puts too much things in play for her to not win. And against Enzo, um, given the fact that she would have cut Cody to get there means that there's more chances of people being proud of her for doing something like that to taking out the alpha player of the game. So that, that is me putting myself into her mindset. Right. Um, yeah, that's how I see it. I, I think Nicole for her game, she would take out Cody. She has to. Yeah. Um, she has to, and I think we'll see. I don't think it's impossible, but I don't know if it's very likely, like we've talked about. But I, come on, Jeff, Enzo, do you respect Enzo? You know, that's it, yo. I mean, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Uh, do I respect? I respect that he's a good social player. That's what Enzo is. He's a good social player, and he figured out how to align himself with the right people. Well, he's also a decent competition yeah. threat, but um... right. But he was not. He's not controlling the strategy of the house. No, you know he's, he's a floater. Like this, like, like, Mary's calling him a floater here. He is. He's like a floater that just brings information back. So is Nicole. That rat game. You know? They play the rat game, and Cody plays. The cat. Meow, meow. He's the, he's the meow, meow. Would really. you compare Enzo, Jeff, to JC? From um... Yeah, he's like if JC was like, you know, two feet taller. <laughs> and not French. And gay. Right. <laughs> right. But that sort of player, right? Like the same archetype, not in terms of who they are or sexuality or the way they talk. Any right. of those things. Like It's more just about how... They're not in the big alliance, but they're that player that is kind of scurrying around and like bartering in little bits of information amongst the bigger alliances. Yes. Right? And he does sort of... wear like a beret style hat too, Enzo. Right. So, so... It, it makes it a little bit more similar. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you remember, Andy Heron, I think, is a similar type of player, and he won Big Brother 15. To uh, to to Enzo? Well, that kind of player who's not in the majority alliance. Well, yeah. Andy Heron went on to be in the Exterminators near the end, but before that, like, he was Andy Heron, I didn't like him, but at least he knew how to play the game and knew how to lie and get his, you know, get through the game that way. He Enzo, had more agency. That that's the thing yes. I think you're saying. He had more agency in his moves, whereas Enzo's like, "Oh, great, Cody saved me this time, or it yeah. worked out, or everything you know. falls in Enzo's lap." And then he acts like he was like this mastermind, and it's like, "No, you just were very fortunate, really." I mean, at the end of the day, like he he's gonna have the bitty, bitter jury, yeah, he'll be because bitter. everyone's gonna be like. I played this game with such agency and you were just chilling and like um, licking Cody's boots 
Um, and then you 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 won a couple competitions in the early part of the season, and you did literally nothing except um, be the little bootlicker rat king, and um, that's it, right? That's For the it, rest yo. of the season. That's the it, rest of the it. Season. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. JC, right? what you know, Mary would have voted for JC. Maybe you know, in a different like, game, Enzo. Is are people going to respect Enzo for winning night moves? No, no. <laughs> so, so literally, he has not won a competition since like what week uh, four? Week, week four. four it was week four HOH, and I don't think he's won anything. Uh, he, he was. Uh, well, he was week eleven first. HOH. Night moves. Yeah, he's cruised to the game. That's it. The point you're making, Jamil. The, the point, yeah, that's it, yo. Um, the point Jamil's making, I think, is that he Enzo was cruised to the game. Uh, you know, other than the beginning when he won a couple, you know, a couple things. He won the first veto. You know, right? He won like a safety suite thing that didn't matter because <laughs> Memphis threw it. You know. Uh, well, then he won the set. He was the room twist winner in week three. And then he was the week four H O H, and then he yeah. was. And then he, he was, was never nominated. He was never nominated. You uh, you have to give him credit for that it, because it, he was yeah. an alliance with power. Like, <laughs> how long was Memphis not nominated until Memphis was gone? Right. Well, but he's not. Like Memphis is gone, and yeah, Enzo and, is still there. It, so it, Enzo much- did not was not tied to Cody. He would be gone long time as well. Isn't it interesting that you know, like two of the final three were not nominated? You know. Yeah, well, I think that there's something to that. Like they're not terrible players. They're not like they're not like dopes like Victoria from BB sixteen. Like these are um, <laughs> a these giant are, bird is not gonna come and pick up <laughs> They're savvy enough, all right. And you know, but like I guess you know, we are frustrated with players like Enzo, who we want to root for, but he always talked about like Mary says, talked about making big moves and never did anything except about how for what he wanted to happen, but he never actually tried to make it happen. And so that's why he's at best going to get second place. Um, I don't think he beats. I, I think that both Cody and Nicole have to realize this eventually or are likely going to put it as a scenario in their mind between now and, and the finale. Have to. Uh, have to. Right? Um, for, you know, how much will their hearts tell them to be loyal? It would depend, it, I think it's ultimately they come down to how much Cody thinks that this is loyalty to his family versus just his friend. Right, because if 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 uh, if Nicole and Cody's parents are family friends, then that could have a major influence, I think, on Cody potentially. But if it's it if it's more casual, then it won't be surprised if Cody and Nicole are final two, and, and Cody chooses happened, to take her. Either way, Nicole chooses him; it doesn't matter. Um, they're you know, uh, it won't be surprised if they're the final two. Okay, well, we had to get to the HOH. Let's get to the HOH competition. Um, Jamil, did you love the fact that they were zombies tonight? That was interesting. I'm like, oh, man, too bad they didn't have, like, um, skeleton bodysuits. It could have been a tie-in with Koba Kai, but... um... I was thinking more like uh, David Pumpkins. (laughs) Well, that's NBC, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get no crossover (laughs) between those (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But that would have been funny, too. I would have liked that. 
Um, Because this is the first time I think Big Brother's had uh, a season in October, right? And the fact that um, maybe Big Brother, what's that one called? Over the Top was in October, but that was a a streaming show. So this is uh, the first time that Big Brother Celebrity is is in January. And usually these shows are wrapped up by September. But here we are in October. So they they lean in hard here with some zombie imagery, which I thought was kind of cool at the beginning with the three of them all in the makeup. And they were kind of playing the part. But then they just started acting like themselves again. But wouldn't you like if this is your final comp? Why would you want makeup on your face? You're gonna be on that rope. You're gonna be sweating. That the thing's gonna get in your eye and your face, and it's gonna be like, you know, you're gonna be rubbing at it, and it's gonna get on your gloves, right? Like, not optional, is it? Like, you have to put it on. You had to, but I I didn't. I, I didn't think it was a good look. I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan of it. You thought it was unfair to the players, or you just didn't like the, the, like, the makeup was bad zombie makeup. The the makeup was mediocre at best. I just don't. I like like this is the time where the competition needs to just be competition. Let's like let's take a lot of these things out of the play. You're not in your proper clothes, right? You want to be comfortable. Like this is supposed to be a challenging. Didn't really seem that challenging. Jeff, like, were there too many gimmicks? Was this is this too gimmicky with this zombie theme? It was whatever. It was like a swing. <laughs> I mean, they swung around in a circle until somebody two people banged into that and barn or whatever. Over it didn't over feel there. like a final HOH challenge. No, it didn't. It felt like a first HOH. Um, it felt, you know, it was weird. It Isn't this what they normally do, though? Isn't this what they they they're usually holding? They're getting dunked into a water tank normally, right? That would be the difference. Or they hold on to a wall, or they do a bunch of different things in, in the final HOH. There's supposed to be endurance, and they're supposed to be hard, and usually you're sometimes you're holding on to the rope. That evil dick HOH just comes back to mind, and how I don't remember the last time they did. And Mary's saying they should have done the hen house. What with the egg? They or they do the fingers. Yeah. Is that the one I'm thinking? Well, that one's fun. That one's fun. I like the. I think it's interesting to you know to see like who's good at that. Enzo would probably be terrible. Let's right. see. Enzo's probably always playing with eggs. But they, the whole theme, guys, was Halloween, and that they hold on, had to hold on to the rope for dear life. Ha 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 ha! Yeah, and there was the voiceover, and there was like the yeah, like Nicole figured out how to slam into the the building. It was like okay, like when the witch's brew came out, she goes, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Yeah, she said that's what happened. She did say that. Um, I Uh, ignore most of what Nicole says when it comes to the broadcast. I mean, I kind of like I'll listen to her DR a little bit, (laughs) but like white noise to you. Yeah, it's a bit of white noise. I just try to like, wah, wah, wah. Well, like that. Um, I already told the gentleman before, uh, before we started, but like, I was so bored with this episode, I literally fell asleep <laughs> during this comp. I did, I, I fell asleep during this competition, and I woke Wait, up. They after- had some great poetry in this, Jamil. Uh, they, okay, oh. uh, we had. Call on the spirits for, for and white for the house guests 
uh, need a faster ride. Ah, 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 ah. That was pretty good. Um, the root is tight. That was one another quote that Enzo gave. Uh, the root, man, we're tight. The root's tight. Are you saying you slept through that? How could you sleep I through this? Through this is a great TV. What are you talking so about? Boring. It was so boring. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm like, I don't care. Were you awake <laughs> for when Enzo fell? Um, wait, was I? Yes. Um, I was roused awake by the um by my chances of winning um <laughs> winning this uh Provide, this season of our, of our pool just coming to a halt my body shook itself awake and it's like oh all right and then i went back to sleep right right in this chair right in this chair jeff um when enzo fell because okay before that they went to commercial break and i go really there's more there's more <laughs> for this. like they show us like if they were showing us like them spinning around and banging into this thing for a bit they go to commercial yeah. they come back enzo falls off pretty soon but then we're watching cody spin around and hit the thing uh for a while more um uh, was this excessive oh he's frozen let's see if he catches up here i thought he right. fell asleep like me you were talking about it and he he just Jeff, straight up he, fell asleep did you catch my question there no can you repeat it um I was saying I couldn't believe that when they okay when when they came back from commercial because Enzo falls off but it was a long a lot of competition they showed us so them swinging around and rocking into this thing and getting sprayed with green slime and whatever and then yeah. uh, when Cody is running around getting banging into this thing over and over again did it just like you're like okay when's this gonna play out or they did. Is this why we get a final or the the first five boots segment unprecedented because they just had so little it was content? Boring. Is that There's nothing on the feeds those? to show us. There's no drama. There's no. There's nothing entertaining. That's right. That's why this season sucks. Right. Like seriously, like that's why it sucks. There's no meat to the season. Everybody's friends, and you know everybody's pulling for everybody. There's no cutthroatness to this season of All Stars whatsoever. They're all too buddy buddy, other than at the beginning. Um, you know, Christmas was kind of a thing, but like Christmas is crazy. So, <laughs> you know. I just like how casually everyone's like, yeah, she's nuts. She is nuts. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to mess with Christmas. Her parents named um, her Christmas. It might run in the family. We'll have to <laughs> look into it. But uh, Who's yeah. her sister's name is Autumn, probably. Autumn, no, Halloween, yeah, winter, of course. Winter, Halloween's her sister. Halloween, or perhaps yeah. uh, May or Day. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have, to, we'll have to look into these things. Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> like, like, what? You your, your name's Christmas. How My do you name Kwanzaa? Your, your name's your name's Christmas. How do you name your kid Loyal? You should you should have named it like um, New Year's, like like Halloween Eve? or Easter or yeah. Her middle Martin name Luther King. Day. Tell me your middle or, name is Eve or uh, Noel. Like or yeah, Noel. Like I could, I, Noel. Noel. I can I can understand that. No. Question for Mary is who would would have been your choice for final three uh, of the whole Jeffrey. cast of the whole cast of this cast? You can't deviate. Uh, okay, I would go Kaser, Janelle, and 
Oh, Cody. Oh, mine is mine is totally different. Okay, what's yours, Jamil? Mine would be Janelle. Um, Janelle, Janelle, Nicole definitely would have to be there, and um, either Kesar or Memphis. Okay, because uh, I would I would need to have. Um, just for the lols, dude. Seriously, Nicole and and Janelle, that rivalry should have lasted the entire season. Mm-hmm. That would yeah. have been, that yeah. would have been, that would have been like the interesting spark through this entire season. Yeah, right. If it was Janelle and Nicole. Final three. It's too hot. It's, it's some weird. One miracle. of them to get the other one out. Event like At within a week or two. It's it's almost impossible for it to go any longer than that unless you're really. You know, uh, telling Nicole a bunch of lies, which she's going to call you on the next week. So, you, you, like, you just wanted to go at each, them to go at each other and just like in a high stakes situation, right? Oh, yeah, and- it would have been exciting, it would have been great if there, if we had had actually two legitimate sides that had actually uh traded power back and forth and there had been something which could have happened. We had so many times in the season where there was potential, and it, every time the committee or the adjacent alliances were just well positioned. They always had power. They kept winning. They didn't really, they just ran, ran the table and they're like, okay, well we win. So, uh, and power to them, but here's my final three. I'll hit you with it. Okay. Hit me. David. Hmm. Janelle. Hmm. Ian. Hmm. Devon would be good there too. Please explain. Yeah. I, I want to hear this. David, just because I think they would go, how the hell did he get to the final three? Or even the final two in that situation, right? So I just think the fact that he's somehow there at the end, I think just wins him props. Even if they didn't respect him up to that point, he might just fall into victory, depending on which how they dislike the other two. Now, if well, I don't think he wins. But he's a he's a, he's attempting consideration. Um, plus, he's a, he's bait for the other two, which I, Janelle and Ian I think would be an interesting final two because they both would bring something very different to their their final speeches. I think they would play. Everybody would be going for Janelle though, Dave. Everybody going for Janelle, yeah. So I think like like Ian cutting Janelle to take David would have been whatever or something like along those lines would have been interesting. If Janelle uh, gets to the end, she has to win. You can't not reward her. You can't. Right. She's too big of a threat. And not just like a Cody threat. I mean a threat in terms of being... She's always outspoken. Um, Everyone knows that she she can win comps. She doesn't really play subdiffuse or anything like that. Ooh, Janelle. So Mary's... Go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, Janelle, Day... Or Bay, and wow. Keisha. Wow! Not both. Why? Why not Janelle, Day, and Bay? All girls. All Girl girls. Power. Wow! I don't think Bailey would ever get anywhere near a final three. She would explode no. way before that. Um, so Bailey is not a good Big Brother player. Like, <laughs> ne- really, neither is Davon. She's better. She's better than Bailey, but Davon's not much better. Like, she's proven it. Like, Keisha's not good either. Um, Keisha's like not that great. 
and who, who was the other one? Was there Janelle. One Janelle. Janelle was a good Big Brother player, but now like she's the Boston Rob of Big Brother, and yeah. when she comes back, she's way too big for like you know, kind of like Russell when Hans Boston Rob. Back. Like certain players just have you know. just these bullseyes on them. You can't. Yeah, they had too. They had too much limelight, and people are jealous, and they want it. Yeah. Jamil, what did you think of Nicole's win tonight in this competition, and the fact that she did she took a big slide through the green slime? Like she, uh, you can't do that on television. <laughs> You're asking me these questions. It sounds the description that you mentioned seems interesting. Maybe one day I should go back and rewatch this episode to see. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're asleep. Okay. <laughs> But you know what I'm talking about. Remember the, the show, you can't do that on television with the green slime? What do you want me to say, Dave? I don't know. <laughs> falls on me. Or if you said water, they dumped water on you. <laughs> Alanis Morissette was on the show. Look it up. Yep. But Jeff, what did you think of Nicole's slide through the green slime and her um, – she's she's rallying, man. She's If, if she's not going to sell – the jury, she is going to sell herself for America's favorite player. Would you, would you at least accept that as a premise? Sure. Um, yeah, Nicole's like, she's like killing it, I guess. You know, her and Cody are just neck and neck right now at the end. Um, you're happy with your picks? You, you're happy you drafted Cody and Nicole? I got, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but pretty good drafting by Jeff. Okay, well, I think we need to get into spoilers. I think that's our cue for spoilers. Let's just uh, quickly... Prepare. Let's get the sound effect. I need to, Actually, I need to get the, the text. Uh... <laughs> the all-Leo cast. All right, here we go. Spoilers. <laughs> Every time it's so good. Okay, so we're, just because I want to talk, I want to allow us to get into part two of this HOH, oh, which God. we saw here that Nicole won part one. So I don't know. I, um, Jeff, you know the news. So why don't you tell us who won part two of HOH competition, which was between Cody and Enzo? Who won it? Uh, Cody won it. Cody! <laughs> oh, Congratulations, Cody! Congratulations, Cody! I knew it was coming. Cody! Welcome yeah, to Big so Brother All Stars! That sets up the final of Nicole and Cody on finale night in the sure to be the weighted scale of justice. Jeff, how can um, you not be more pumped up about this? You drafted both of these people, and look how you couldn't be sitting any better. Yeah, no, I. I'm going to win. And if I don't win, I'll win the second time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, after the comp, because we didn't see it on the feeds, um, how we knew that Cody had won was Cody was very excited or very chipper playing with um, chess with Nicole. And Enzo was in the bathroom uh, saying um, I, he got destroyed. So I don't think part two is going to end up being a very close battle. Um, I think it might be a timed challenge, and I don't think it's going to be even close. Just Cody just 
demolishing. Right, yeah, Cody. Sure. Cody was always good at these time competitions. Yeah. Um, Enzo, remember when he was like trying to figure out that puzzle where you had to figure yeah. out what order the photos went in? He's like, what do you want me to think? That they're not at a game? It was a, mir- it was a miracle he won that safety suite timed challenge with the lasers. Who Who was he competing you know? against? Memphis and... There was like two members who like intentionally threw it, right? And yes, Nicole didn't want to win it either, right? No. Nicole didn't want to no. win it. Plus, she was bad. Um, and you know, she's, she's clumsy. Remember, she's she's adorable. I forgot. It was it was Nicole, Danny, and Memphis, wasn't it? Right, and so yeah, somehow uh, Enzo won it, but like, it was just about jumping over lasers, which Nicole yeah. Franzo should have won that. If she, so I don't think she was trying. I think you're right about that. She was laying low, Jeff. She was letting people like t- Tyler take out her targets, and that's why she's she couldn't win a safety sweep because she's adorable. Oh, I tripped over myself. So, question: uh, If you know Jamil, does Enzo know he's totally screwed? I think he does. He's yeah. trying to convince himself that he's like, I still have a chance, but the only chance is Cody wins and takes. And so Oracle wins the takes Enzo. Well, yeah, but what does Enzo suspect that either of them will do? Well, like he has to snuff that out, I guess. I guess we'll see if he's any good at the game to be able to figure out how to get one of them to take him. You know? But uh, but at this point, why would you give Enzo any type of information? Well he's not gonna it... be deciding who goes. Yeah, that's true. I guess you wouldn't give him too much, but he could try to like just like. He's having those connectivity issues again. Like the only thing Enzo has to hold over them is just possible vote. That's it. Other than that, he has no power whatsoever. I mean, like, what is Nicole gonna benefit by saying to him, "Yes, I'm gonna take you," and she doesn't. Right. Right. <laughs> she should tell him he, she's not taking him just in case she does and then he'll be happy right that's, well, that's like, a good point he's like what is Enzo gonna do he's gonna roll run back to Cody and say hey Nicole just told me that uh she's not gonna take me she's gonna take you Cody's like yeah. sweet <laughs> right? we, have a, we have we have a rumor here uh hold on I have a yes I heard about that Breaking news. Did you hear that? Why is the though? why why is the breaking news guy Eastern European? I think he's, I I thought he was actually um uh maybe uh, South American. Breaking, breaking news. news. <laughs> no, he's Eastern European. He's, breaking he's, news. He's, he's he's from like Ukraine or something. Breaking news. Breaking <laughs> news. What do you want to know about what's going on in the world today? Yes. Breaking uh, news. I swallowed the baby. News. But first. I swallowed uh, the baby. Yeah, yeah, so uh, do Cody uh, and Enzo have some kind of uh, deal? To hear? Oh, definitely heard about that. Who's closer, Cody and Enzo or Cody and Nicole? What's going on? That's the story of the season. Is that what this finale is all about? What is the tr- Who is Cody... We're going to find out unless Nicole wins and then she's just going to decide. Jamil, is this like 
the movie Threesome with Stephen Baldwin and our Cody and Enzo, uh, Stephen Baldwin and the other guy, respectively. Stephen Baldwin wasn't it Winona Ryder and <laughs> and the other one uh, here? We should I should have looked this up. Yeah, you should look that up. That's important. Um, Threesome, great soundtrack, great soundtrack. I remember that soundtrack vividly. Um, I have look. threesome Stephen Baldwin because I think if I just type threesome and I'll get to <laughs> threesome uh, Stephen Baldwin is some dangerous stuff that you might wind yourself into. It was uh, Lara Flynn Boyle and Josh Charles. Oh, I'm thinking of um, the other one with Ben Stiller and Winona Ryder and Ethan Hawke. And it was also Alexis Arquette as Dick. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing to me, Tate? What are you doing to me? Oh my gosh. Okay. Look. Sorry, true story. No, not the movie. Any conversations about splitting money, right? Is gonna be highly frowned upon. But like it's not like CBS is gonna have an accountant that's gonna be following um Cody, you know, if he wins and wants him to verify each and every dollar that he that he wins right the fcc isn't tracking game shows right especially reality game shows so what are they gonna do cbs is not gonna promote this because if it does actually happen it's a scandal that makes the show look bad and kind of validates the the rigged nature of the show so at this point they could say whatever they want to and like what what are they gonna do like it's not nothing that as a punishment is going to help CBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've heard it stories about this in the past where uh, different uh, like uh, Rob Sesternino talks about when he was on Survivor. Uh, was it Amazon? I think he was on. Yeah. Amazon. And uh, that when they got down to the final six and they were like, well, wh- why don't we just buy a restaurant? I think it was like a, a TGI Fridays or something. We'll just buy a franchise and we'll make money off the, off the franchise or whatever. And he was like, I don't want to be a, buy a TGI Friday. <laughs> no, I'm more of a, I'm, or it was a Chili's or something like that. And, uh, yeah. Applebee's guy. Applebee's. Yeah, I'm more of an Applebee's guy. I'm like, you know, I like their uh, their Fiesta special every year. I would I would have figured it Rob Sestino would be like um uh was it um was it called a something wheel or something wagon um um oh uh, you're thinking about uh, Cracker Barrel? Cracker Barrel. He he seems like a Cracker Barrel type of dude. Yeah, I guess he's you know he's a New York guy. They got Cracker Barrels in New York, right? Yeah, Long Island. I don't know, perhaps something with like that has steaks, like steaks. I see. Outback, like Santa. No, in the uh, well, in the Outback, we need the Outback potato wood. Do it, do it, do it. Wood fire grilled Outback steak plus. The brand new Outback Steakhouse Margarita, the Grilled Pineapple Rita. <laughs> the Grilled Pineapple Rita. Love it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jeff Probst, what a guy. Baked potato. All the fixings. I can smell it. I prefer, I prefer uh, probe sometimes to Julie Chen. Julie Chen lost That's lost a prime her. example of Julie, why you would. Julie yeah. Chen's lost, lost a step this season. Like, she's not the same Julie Chen. Like, she's like a little bit. What weird. was this salutation she or this closing she gave us at the end, Jeff, where she goes, 
be still and exercise peace. That was her wish at the end. She's like, so, a Buddhist like now. She's gone a little weird. She's gone a little zen. She's getting a little weird on us. She's, has she been she, watching The Vow? Could that be it? She's, she has nothing to do, Jamil. And when Chenbot has to go just stay in an apartment all day, Chenbot's going to go crazy. And what, they don't what just plug her in and let her like power down until the yes, next episode but, that they require but, her to be on? But the charge only takes two hours. So <laughs> then when she's back, she's just bopping around the apartment forever and she's doesn't know what she's doing. She's reading some philosophy books, and that's why she's like, I that yeah. episode she just finished um, going through the New Testament. She's like, I love my Jesus. Um, <laughs> now she's getting into Buddhist philosophy. Be still. Oh, did she God. write her own closing, yeah. or did they write that on the teleprompter for her? <laughs> I have no idea. That's good. I would because it was just so probably. odd. I wrote it down because I was like, that is a very odd closing you know she keeps doing it though every every episode now dave which is that she's on is is she always like signs off with a weird like haiku well i think we have to end our podcast like that for now it's be still and exercise peace that's what i'm gonna say <laughs> was it live long and prosper long and prosper and the response peace and long life peace and long life Right. So if you say be still and exercise peace, you would be still exercised and be with peace. <laughs> no, no, no. Still exercise at peace. At peace. Oh no, be God. at peace while you still exercise. Yeah, be at peace. At exercise. <laughs> oh my gosh. Actually, technically, she should end the final. She should end the final episode with "Live long and prosper," um, because. Uh, Viacom, CBS, like watch Discovery on Thursdays. No, no. Say what you will about Les Moonves and all of his things, but if he did anything heinous, especially, <laughs> I don't really mean this, but if he did anything, you do mean this. He ruined Star Trek because he canceled the Enterprise, not because that was a bad thing, but he basically like tanked the TV. Um, organization for over a decade before it was able to come back and kind of derailed things in you know for better or worse i say worse so les moonves i hold you accountable for these things the other accusations but, against him of course very heinous but that's like the top of your list that's the ice that's your closing argument against him did that's you see the silver bullet he's a very bad guy did very bad things. Things to Star Trek. He was very bad to Star Trek. <laughs> very bad to Star Trek. Star Trek didn't forgive. Didn't forgive. They him. said uh, uh, exercise stillness and be at peace or something. I don't know. So the whatever the moon vezes are up to, so counting all their money. That's so brutal. <laughs> if they okay. Um... Uh... We talked about Julie Chen. We talk, okay, this finale. So we know that we're going to see that Cody will win the second HOH. And that we'll go on to have this probably a true or false, really boring final HOH, which I hate. I hate. Why can't they make, Jamil the, the part three? I know they have to. it has to be time uh, constrained, but can they not make it better than these true or falses where you usually have these jurors reading you these pre- these preconceived lines which are just boring and dribble 
Why can't they get away from this? Have Jamel write all of the questions. <laughs> that's how they that's how they get away with it. True or false? Nicole is a piece of crap. Uh, <laughs> true. Nicole's like, true. <laughs> you are oh, both correct. <laughs> holy crap. Oh, it's actually false. This card was written by Victor. Here, <laughs> Jeff. What, what? What? What if they got Caesar uh, to ask every question to Cody and Janelle to ask every question to Nicole? Uh, I don't know. I'd say who's buying? Who? Who does Cody have in his like back pocket? You know, like if that would. If anything's gonna throw Nicole off, that would be that. Well, I, um, I think that yeah, I think that Kesar is Cody's version of Nicole, where he yeah. hates Kesar sort of. Um... But Kesar is like they're both characters, and you have to role play at them as the character to be able to answer the question. So Kesar is a king, so like Cody has to say my liege, and like yes, your Majesty, at the end of every question he submits, which will kill him, and then Nicole is like not Nicole, Janelle's like. I'm the queen of BB, so you must say your majesty and bow every single time that you answer a question to me. That would kill both of them. That would be and so And I get great. prima nocta with Victor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, but Victor has been doing prima nocta with somebody else from what I heard. But, Victor yeah. Victor looks like a shell of his former self. I don't know who the who Victor is now. Victor Victor Franzel as he's about to become. But... Victor Franzel indeed, dude. He looks like so sanitized. Like this was like this machismo, you know, salsa dancing, dude. like yeah, like very interesting, fun guy. He looks like he's seen the softer side side of Sears. Seriously. Right? Yeah. He goes to a... Pottery Barn. On his days off and hangs around and looks for chairs that he that he might want to buy on layaway. That's what he looks like. Yeah, he's I like, think that's accurate. Ooh. He's like, ooh, stops another guy who's walking in the mall. Those are some interesting slacks. Where did you get them? Mary just says we need that Julie Chan back. Drop that moon vest. I agree. Drop yeah. It. And think think of that. Hot to try. I think she should just come out as Chenbot. Chenbot. She should just like, like, I, her. I identify as a robot. Yeah, yeah me and Zingbot. We are bots together. And yeah. yeah um, just Chenbot. Hail to my um my um the robot overlords. That way they <laughs> could just roll out like a robot like Sam, like like when she had her robot, and they could just wheel out Chenbot. And she doesn't have to be there. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are killing me this episode. It'd be oh, Chenbot versus Fembot versus Zingbot. Dude. This could happen. Chenbot. Christmas, you ain't going to get it. Julie's job. It's going to be Chenbot. Oh my gosh. All this right. Well, but. Okay, but do we, yeah, will we get anything more entertaining than those jury segments? Like the normal, traditional f- part three? Like, right. next episode is two hours. I know. Like, we'll, do, we'll do something. Well, we'll get, probably get a big jury segment. We'll probably, that will probably fill the a good portion of Give one me of the an hours. hour jury segment, please. Please, an hour jury segment. I think we're at least getting half an hour of jury. Because we're probably going to get Dr. Will again. 
um, answering questions about how terrible Enzo is and <laughs> unworthy Enzo is. Jeff, are we likely in the in that jury segment? Let's say that the it's kind of looking like a, we we have a, a Cody and Nicole final two. Let's just assume that it's going to be the status quo of how things are going to play out, and that's what they're going to be debating that as a potential final two, a very likely final two. Um, where do you think that this jury is going to fall? Um, we think that we've talked about this a few times over the weeks that Cody probably has the votes over, you know, at least right now, especially if, if Nicole takes Cody, she probably loses a lot of respect, but if let's say in this scenario, Cody takes Nicole to the final two and, uh, is Nicole a strong candidate in that jury to win? Did he freeze? I don't think so. I think he he froze. I'll answer. No. No. Do you agree, Jeff? What was the question? (laughs) Okay. One more time, Dave. One more time. Oh, no. There he goes. Okay. He'll be back. I I, I, I I don't think it's good enough. I don't think her game is good enough. If she thinks that she can carry, she can take Cody to the end. Sorry, no. Okay, well, yeah, like Ian might vote for Nicole. Yeah, right. Almost, I think he will. I think Ian. If it, let's say that those are the fun. Okay, let's bring Jeff back in. Okay. I was saying, okay, we're talking about like let's assume that Cody is. Let's say in the situation where Cody takes Nicole to the final two because he wins this part three. Um, does he, does Nicole pose a legitimate threat, right? And so Ian probably votes for Nicole regardless, right? I don't think so. I don't know if it's regardless. I think I give it at least 90% chance Ian's going to vote for Nicole because they're friends. I I think Ian is too emotionally detached. I shouldn't say emotionally detached. I think Ian doesn't look at it. Why then is Danny, why is Danny? Why is Danny campaigning so hard for Cody to win? Wasn't she? And she's supposed to be friends with Nicole outside of that. Well, they're two different people. Co- uh, Danny and Ian are just different people who are, I think, are going to make their decisions based on different factors. But I don't think Ian and Good Conscious can vote for Nicole to win the way that Cody has played. Yeah, but Ian got like literally. Jeff, you're just uh, your 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 internet's spotty, man. I know. I, I don't know what to tell you. Not much I can do. I know the feeling, Dave. Uh, Jeff, I've, I've been in this scenario. Yeah. Um, literally yeah, what? Sucks. Literally what, Jeff? They're literally different people. And okay, well, let's talk about Dave on. Who is Dave on going to vote for Nicole? No. <laughs> almost definitely. Almost a hundred percent no. Okay, uh, so that's almost a guaranteed not. Cody no. vote. Like, if it's Nicole and Enzo, she'd vote for Nicole. But if it's Cody and Nicole, who who will... She'll vote for Cody. If it's... Okay, David, who's he going to vote for? He's going to flip a coin. He'll vote for Cody. He'll vote for Cody. Okay. Danny will vote for Cody because she's in love with Cody. Tyler... 
he'll vote for whomever he thinks is best. Um, which couldn't be Nicole because he tried to get her out and he saw how what happened with Ian's um vote out. I think that Tyler is more level headed and he'll say he'll appreciate Nicole's um kind of pivoting mm-hmm. a lot more than the rest, I think. So let's say that Tyler's a potential Nicole vote. Because I'm trying to find the, 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 the Nicole votes here. The potential Nicole votes. Mm-hmm. So we're saying Tyler's a potential Nicole vote. I think Danny is one, but I think she's more likely a Cody vote. Um, Ian, I think, is one. What about yeah. Kevin? Kevin hates Cody. So yes, maybe. Yeah. Kevin could vote for Nicole over Cody? Definitely. I think it's more likely like Danny votes for Cody, but like Kevin votes for Nicole. Yeah. Okay. Memphis. Cody. Uh, who knows? I Cody, think Cody. Yes. He never had a yeah. good, like a really good relationship with Nicole. Right. In Christmas. <laughs> Cody. Probably. Then. Cody. Then. Co- then. Okay. Let's say Enzo is the next jury vote. Or he would be in this scenario, right? So Enzo. Then there's no way that Nicole gets more than three yeah, votes. She knows, uh, Four she votes would tops. Have, she would already have that calculated in her in her head that she knows that she needs five and she can't get to five. She can't get to five. She probably knows that. Yeah. So she would need to take Enzo. She could get to five against Enzo. It's to me it's just the the it's simple math. It's 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 gotta be staring them both in the face if they won't admit it. So, all right. Well, who knows, Mary? <laughs> who knows? The shadow knows. The shadow knows. Who are you? Who, 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 who? <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, wrap up for tonight. So, uh, thanks to all our viewers. And oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Dave, you didn't edit the document to remove Christmas. Oh, you're right. I haven't done that yet. Yes. <laughs> Uh, let's have a little song for Christmas. So this is Christmas. <laughs> and what have you done? Another you contestant out with Christmas time at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just need sad Christmas songs. Where uh, So Christmas was eliminated what day? I have to find this out. Uh, um... Sorry, I should have had this ready. Uh, t- 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 here's, here we go. Christmas went out on day 79. So I just want to... Who had her in the draft? Um, oh, Daryl did. Oh, you can um, also put Memphis cross out too. Oh, wait, not to admit, oh yeah, yeah, they both went. Oh, I haven't I haven't updated this in a while. All right, so uh, Memphis was the 12th evicted on day 72. And... Christmas was the 13th evicted, of course, uh, on day 79. So Daryl went out back to back. Is this, yeah. So what can we say about Daryl's drafting here? We, he, these are two clutch picks in the middle of the order. Uh, he has, he had That's the, where they finished. That's where they finished. If you're not first, you're last. Um, maybe, you know, Daryl could try. Maybe if you work at it a little bit further, you might get in the top three, but 
Uh, if only Daryl was time. here to throw some shade at you, he definitely <laughs> would. He would say, listen, I've won all of these things. I've won like 20, or I don't know how many diamonds exactly. I could look it up. But but yes, so we see here that Memphis, yeah, he lost Memphis, and then he, uh, but he picked him at eight and nine. This is where Daryl had to pick. You know, considering I think there were some weaker picks up here. Uh-huh. David, uh, not to. He could have picked Enzo and be in the top three, like some people. That's all I have to say about that. Well, that's true. That's very true. So here, I'm just gonna this out. Okay, so just looking at this, guys. Um, so we see Jeff with you. That second pick overall, Cody Calafiore. Um, if Kesar Jeff had been available. Would you have taken him before Cody? Jeff? Can't tell can't tell if he's there or not. Okay, we'll come back to that. But Jamil, if you could do this over again, would you have taken Kevin Campbell where you did? At six. I had, a, I had a you know what? I was joking. I joked a lot. I had a strong feeling about Kevin. Um unfortunately. He did not play up to my expectations. Um, Enzo is exactly the player that I thought he was going to be. Um, I just thought he would, he would, you know, do a little bit better in competitions and have more agency, um, especially coming in third uh, last time. Um, but he really went into he, he sunk into bad habits, and you know he's put himself in this position um, with a little bit more agency. Maybe he would have been in the, you know, driver's seat, but. But would you have taken somebody else? Would you, well, in retrospect, you know? If I didn't take Kevin, I was looking for a specific type of character. Um, uh, I was thinking about Kesar. I was looking for someone who, was, who would be really hungry to win. And Kesar and, uh, and also Kevin and Enzo were like the tops of my, my list. So. Right. And I think that's fair. I think Enzo is hungry to win. Jeff, are you there? Yeah. Jeff, a question for you is: um, if if you if 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 Jen had not taken Kesar first of all, would you have taken yeah. Kesar before Cody, or would you still have drafted Cody before Kesar? I would have taken Cody. So this is looking like a pretty smart pick. I was taking Cody if I could get him. I thought he was going to take take him first. And then, basically, you had the choice of taking Nicole or Bailey because nobody else wanted. To. <laughs> yeah. so. Oh my gosh! This video is not. We can't see your camera. All right, and Bailey was an easy no. There he is. If it was like, if you can get an HOH based on cleavage. Um, then you know he would have definitely picked Bailey. You know, let's let's lean over the camera. There you go. Enjoy. That yeah, was Bailey. Now, okay, we t- yeah we did touch on that earlier, but yeah, there was um a choice I think she made. Uh, so anyway, I'm not sure what it says. I'm not sure how to analyze it exactly. Bailey model. Just just her style. Just her style. Just her style. Yeah, and Swaggy's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. Just choice. So. Okay. So, all right. So, I think we've broken this all down, guys. We're we're almost at the finish line. We covered 
uh, probably the most epically boring season of Big Brother ever. Uh, but we did it. We've almost done it. Like I, I missed a couple. Uh, we've all missed a couple though. So yeah, you've you've all missed one at least, uh, if not two, and so have I. So hey, we so we we're I don't we're all we've all been uh, keeping this train going. We're gonna be done Wednesday night. Are you excited for that? Um, yeah. I'm like, what am I gonna do on my my Sunday, Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays? It's so weird. So weird. Jeff, if if they bring back Celebrity Big Brother, do you want to cover that? Sure. Yeah. That's probably gonna be a quick one, right? Yeah. yeah are they, they going to bring that back? Jamil, same. Uh, well, they've been talking about it, is but it would make sense. It would make sense. Otherwise, we're going to have to wait till probably next June, I'd imagine. But with CBS having limitations in terms of programming, I think they're eager to get another season of Big Brother because they know how to do Big Brother now in the quarantine model. I think that this whole season has been a success for them because it didn't get shut down, which I'm sure was a big potential and probably cost them a lot of insurance. So as much as it was safe, that's probably exactly what they were told to do. And it, we ended up with the safest kind of players ever, which didn't make for a great strategy. But Survivor hasn't started back up. so Survivor hasn't started back up, right? And so they can't do Amazing Race. Survivor is basically it. So anyway, um, Jeff... Any thoughts as we're wrapping up this season? No, not really. I mean, it's been straightforward. That's that's the, that's the way I can describe the season. It's been the most straightforward season of all seasons I've ever watched. And I expect the ending to be straightforward, too. Yep. Jamil, you'll be back for Big Brother All-Star if it happens. Sorry, Celebrity Big Brother, I mean. I had a great time. Um, I was going to keep this until Wednesday. It, it has been a distinct pleasure of uh, doing these recaps with you two. Um, hey, thank you. Pleasure is ours. Pleasure is ours. Oh, captain, my captain. Uh, thank you for letting me be the adopted third mater. Adopted yeah, you you want to be Jameel Mater? We can, we, we can make it official. Jameel Mater. <laughs> I'll be like, Jameel Mater do what? <laughs> 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 just for a moment just for the joke of it all but yeah no we man you, it's been great doing this okay we, we should talk more about this on on wednesday because that will be wrapping up the season but yeah it's been a lot of fun i think uh even though this even though this, this season's hard to watch i think we're just trying to be honest about what it is yeah and so it's, it's we're not trying to dump on it just for the sake of it it's we're no. just been about more i will hey. be perfectly honest a terrible season of big brother is better than no big brother at all so I, I am appreciative of the individuals who are on this season and uh, their efforts, right? <laughs> However little it may have been, right? To at least, you know, compete, right? And congratulations to whoever the winner is and whoever America's favorite players. Who cares if I like them or not? They're getting money. I'm not. So they obviously are the winner, not me. That's there right. you go. Congratulations, Cody. All right. Let's wrap it up. It is 
the end of our broadcast. We'll be back Wednesday night to talk more about and wrap this whole season up and kind of have a real retrospective on it, I think, too. So we'll see you then. Uh, also, uh, Wednesday. Okay, so what else? Is, what else do we got going on this uh, this week? So on Live Long and Podcast, we do Star Trek podcast. Tomorrow night is Tuesday. We have Star Trek D Space Nine at nine. Uh, at nine o'clock, it airs. Uh, we're covering the second season episode. Nine. I forget. Sorry, what was it? It's episode nine, isn't it? Yeah, it's episode nine. It's these no not episode nine at nine from season two, not season nine. So it's nine at nine. Yeah. So check that out. We'll be uh, continuing that on Wednesdays. We also do the original series. We got to fit that in before Big Brother finale too this week. And then on Thursdays we do uh, Star Trek Discovery recaps as well, which I'm glad I don't have to pick between the two shows uh, next this coming week. So that'd be good. And on the weekends, we do Star Trek Radio Theater. We are doing, this uh, week, we're doing the Next Generation episode, Metamorphosis, or Transfigurations, or something like that. Anyway, we're, I have to make the poster still. It's the one where Beverly Crusher and the man who turns into uh, a thingy. It's, I don't know. It's, uh, you'll, you'll see. It's a smaller cast. Oh, my. Oh, my. I'm playing, I'm playing Beverly Crusher again. Ooh. Uh, so get ready for that. A oh, man who comes to turns into a glow man. Uh, and then we also are doing, uh, what's it called? Trivial Debates. Uh, this coming, no, not this Saturday. Is it? No. Yeah, uh, Halloween. Yes, Halloween. It is. Halloween, man. It's coming up. Halloween. I can't believe it. It's already here, Halloween. Yeah, we're going to be doing a Halloween episode of Trivial Debates, which is going to be hosted by my wife, Jane, and is going to have Jerry McRae back from the first time since episode one, all the yeah. way back in season one. He was in the pilot. Yeah. We also have Chris Seymour, and we got Jeff Mater all going at it. Is this the episode where Chris Seymour wins again? Forever. Is it? Uh, well, he's won before his time. He's won once, but that was when Dave hosted. And Jerry won the he won the first episode of Trivial Debates. No, so, Trivial. so both Jerry and myself are still the only individuals uh, undefeated in um in singles competition. I had to put right. a lot of stipulations on this. Did Rich play that once? Yeah, Rich has been in it. Yeah, did did, Jerry is now. Uh, Rich, did he win? I don't know if he did. Uh, I had to look that up, but. But I know that Jerry has the longest uh, tenure between uh, appearances by far. Has to. Coming back. So he's back. And he says, I have a 100% win streak and I intend to keep it. So if he wins again, then we may need the battle of the winners down the road. So we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. All right. So we'll uh, we'll see you Wednesday night here on Super Mario Brothers Podcasting. And to all of you out there, be still and exercise peace. Have a good night, everybody.